Welcome to the Permission to Be You podcast. This podcast is designed to inspire you, to push you, perhaps to even provoke you into giving yourself permission to be who you are, to show up in any given moment as you are, even if it's messy. I am convinced with every single fiber in my body that when we do this, we automatically or unconsciously give others permission to do the same. I'm Diane Schwierep and I'm your host. Today my guest, as usual, is someone I hardly know. I met her, I think, about three or four weeks ago. We were playing a game called The Power of Three. And she happened to be in this group with another person in this power of three. And I felt an instant connection with her and she with me. And very soon after, I think I asked her to be my guest (laughs) on the podcast during this game called The Power of Three. Her name is Christiana. What is your surname? Blazuta. Blazuta. And she did give me a bio. Again, I didn't read it. And when I read it, I preferred to ask her the questions and introduce herself. So, welcome. Thank you for accepting my invitation to be on this podcast, Christiane. Thank you, Diane, for inviting me. So, for the benefit of the listeners, Can you tell me briefly who Christiana is? Why she has this Italian English accent and why she is? (laughs) (laughs) And um, what lights you up? And you're wearing a really deep red pullover, which is really nice. (laughs) So it kind of lights you up. So... Basically, I just want to know a bit about you. Well, let's start with the Italian-English accent. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm Italian. I was uh, born and raised in Italy. Uh, but then when I was uh, 30 years old, I moved to the United States, to the Seattle area with my husband. And uh, we were supposed to stay there for a couple of years maximum. Is your husband we... Italian? Yes, he's Italian. Mm-hmm. His name is Luca, and um, he, he was working for you probably know Fiat Auto, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and uh, they had a collaboration with Microsoft. So we were supposed to stay in Seattle, in Redmond, for a couple of years, and we thought that it was a wonderful opportunity. But then we ended up staying there for twelve years, having kids there. <laughs> I worked in Microsoft at the beginning, then I I found my um, my job. So I, I became a, a life coach. I studied there to become a life coach. And um, I was the one that they pushed to come back to Italy because my husband was really happy there. I was, but I, uh, something was missing there. Probably I, probably the sun. <laughs> the sun was missing because in Seattle it rains all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I wanted to, three years ago, we just moved back to, to Italy. And um, although now we are ready to, 
make our, our luggage again and, uh, and travel the world. That's, that's, the, that's the dream. Uh, and so I, I learned English there. When I went to, um, when I moved there, I, I really spoke very few, uh, very few English. And also I learned in school the English that they speak, uh, uh, the Britain, right? So I, I moved there and I couldn't understand the word. I was smiling a lot. <laughs> you were? And so I was smiling. So people were talking to me, I was mm -hmm. smiling, mm -hmm. and then I would ask my husband, what did they say? <laughs> <laughs> the, so they probably thought that I was kind of, I don't know, crazy, but I was smiling, I was polite. And so you had was, a perpetual uh, smile on your face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of my characteristic. I mean, I love uh, smiling and laughing. So what light me up is, um, is really, I... I'm kind of a comedian. I like laughing and uh, uh, being kind of crazy with my kids. We have dance parties while we are having dinner. We just put uh -huh. the music on and we get up and we dance and uh, uh -huh. I sing. Uh, the other day I was singing and dancing in the car and my little one asked me to stop. And I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I just kept doing what I was doing. <laughs> I don't care about what people think. Yeah. Mm. And what lights me up is uh, the sun, the, the beautiful nature. I love the sea. Uh, I would like to, to live by the sea. Sooner or later it will happen. Because mm -hmm. it's, um, it's really something that uh, when I'm not in the right mood, if I get out and I'm in the sun and I'm uh, by the sea, or I go even swimming, as soon as I put my feet in the water, I just start smiling. Mm. It's, my, it's my element. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. I also love making people laugh. Yeah. I really, really <laughs> enjoy it. I always ask this question, and in my mind it sounds boring, but I'm going to ask you. Why did you accept my invitation to be on this conversation, Permission to Be You? How do you want to contribute to the world in impacting it, perhaps to see what I've trying to show to the world? So first of all, because we had a connection, like you said, mm -hmm. when we were doing this exercise, I really love what you said. And um, it was easy. I felt easiness there in the conversation. And then I found out that your podcast is Permission to Be You. Mm -hmm. And for me, it really lighted me up because this is what I, I want to contribute to the world uh, with my coaching is helping, especially women, mm -hmm. to really give themselves uh, the permission to, to live their, their true authentic self, mm -hmm. right? So I was really drawn to it. I'm like, yeah, it seems that we have the same mission. So why mm -hmm. not having a conversation, a deeper conversation about it? Mm -hmm. Like I love helping women just uh, taking their mask off mm -hmm. and it's a two-step thing. Um, it's like helping women falling in love with who they really are, mm -hmm. listening and connecting with their inner wisdom and then getting ready, giving them some permission to just bring this to the world, right? Mm -hmm. So the impact that I want to have here is uh, helping other women have the impact that they are meant to have. Mm 
in, in the world. Through being themselves? Yes. Or through being connected to their wisdom and then bringing it to the world? I think it's kind of the same thing, right? If, mm -hmm. you, if you give your, yourself permission to be you, it's mm -hmm. because you are deeply connected with your inner wisdom. So how I explain it to uh, the people that ask me, um, so the name of my business is uh, Whispering Out Loud. And they what ask me, what again? does it Whispering Out Loud. An Italiano? <laughs> Sussurrare ad alta voce. Oh. It means that, uh, how I explain it, that through the coaching, the coaching helps raise the volume of the inner whisper. So Say that again. You, Say that again. How uh, you explain it? So that the coaching helps raise the volume of mm -hmm. the inner whisper. And the whisper is our inner wisdom, right? So when we allow ourselves to be authentic, is that we are really in tune with this whisper. We can really hear it loud. Mm -hmm. And then, then you have no choice just to, to be yourself, right? Mm -hmm. I really love what you're saying. That's why I asked you to repeat it twice. Can you, I wanted to ask you something else, but I've lost, I've lost the question. So I'll go what, what's coming up right now. And that is, what does authenticity mean to you? It means not being afraid or really, like the example that I want to tell you that it pops in my mind is really what I told you. I was dancing in the car. <laughs> I was dancing and singing. That was me. That was the, Christi the real Christiana, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't have to filter anything. Mm -hmm. And being authentic means that you don't have this voice in your mind that is like, oh, if I behave like that, what is the uh, driver next to me thinking about me in this moment? Mm. I mean, I don't care, right? This is me. Why do I have to, to play smaller because I'm afraid that maybe for somebody else it's not okay who I am? And it's also connected to the other part that for me, uh, especially lately, has been... Uh, really important we really need to fall in love with who we are mm -hmm. with all the uh, with the light and the shadows mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. with the whole thing the whole package and only the whole package is authenticity for me mm -hmm. you cannot show other people that oh uh, you're brilliant at something but then you're covering up that you have a messy relationship or something like that right mm -hmm. and when you can really fully self-accept yourself and working on yourself too, right? Because the shadow, we can work on the shadows, right? But then showing up vulnerable, because it's the second, is another thing that goes on and on with uh, authenticity, right? If you can be Being vulnerable, vulnerable goes with, with authenticity, is that what I'm hearing? Is yeah. That... Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's basically what I think it is. Mm -hmm. What I'm hearing is this. If you show up authentically with your dark and good sides, that will give room, more room to your inner wisdom to speak louder, to be louder, that you can, it doesn't remain a whisper, it becomes something much stronger. Is that, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay.
the word vulnerable is sticking out for me. Yeah. And how would it make us vulnerable? How would showing up as ourselves without filtering and the example that you used before is that you just were dancing in in the car and mm. I, suddenly i remembered myself as well in in my van my van and the, i'm a taxi driver and uh, the music is, well, at one time a, a really buzzy song came on i just started dancing yeah. and i did think oh my god only god knows what they're thinking but i still kept dancing okay so for me it's more like I still have that filter. I still have that filter in my head saying mm -hmm. only God knows what they're thinking. Now for me, it's the power the, at that moment to rise above that thought and just do what I want to do in that yeah. moment. Yeah. I don't think we really can eradic eradicate filters, but more be aware of them. Yeah. yeah. And, then just and, and even choosing, right? So you're aware and you're choosing to behave like in an authentic way. Anyway, if you happen right? to be able to choose in that moment. Yeah, I think me, it's a matter of, yeah. For me, there's a very fine line. Like, for example, in yesterday's conversation, I had a conversation with, with I don't want to give any away, anything away. And when I re-listened to the conversation, I, I was toying with the idea of deleting the whole conversation and asking this person to, to rejoin me again. Huh because it went on for 51 minutes, which is, doesn't fall within my criteria of a conversation. Yeah. But then I, so I decided to listen. And whereas I was listening, I realized that I misunderstood. I wasn't, we weren't on the same wavelength. So in that particular moment in time, at that time during the conversation, I didn't realize what I was doing. I didn't realize that I had misunderstood. I didn't realize that what she was saying was completely different to what I had in my head. Okay. So that's why I think if we have in that particular moment and circumstance, the capacity to recognize that we're doing, having a certain pattern and doing a certain something and we, we catch it and we can do something about it in that moment, it's then well and good. But if we don't catch it, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to carry on. So that, this is the distinction I'm trying to make. The distinction yeah. is, yes, of course, we have the choice. If we actually have the physical choice in that moment with the information that we have at hand. Yeah. If we are aware that it's happening, you're, mm. if I understood well. Yes, what you're saying, yes, right? yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, I do not want to take over but, this conversation, so <laughs> carry on. No, but even there, you've been, you've been true to yourself in that moment, right? Because yes. you don't know any better. Yeah. 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 And that's the same thing. I mean, you've been authentic there. Because that what in that moment you were experiencing and feeling. Right now, you come across to me as someone who who's very comfortable with Christiana, who's very comfortable with the woman that she is and how she shows up in the world. Is that a good impression? That, well, I, I'm happy that you have this impression. I think that I'm very comfortable with the purpose that I have. I feel it really strongly, right? Mm -hmm. I know that is, this is what I'm meant to, to, to do and be. And I'm very comfortable being authentic. Um, I mentioned that the self-love part. So 
right now I'm working on that part. I think it's the last part to fully, fully embrace and being totally comfortable with Christiana, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I, I love what I do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it gives me uh, a tremendous amount of joy. So when I do this, when we talk about these kind of things, I'm completely aligned with my sole purpose, I think. So that's why then... Uh, so let me I take you away from your alignment just for a minute, okay? Yes. Yeah. And I'm wondering, before you go to this stage of being in alignment or in more of a position to embrace Christiana fully, what brought you to this point? What made you realize that the best way forward for you in life is to be you. Is there something that happened in your life before? Were you always the person you are today? And if you have a story to highlight, I kind of I I was always somebody. Even when I was a kid, um, I have this. Um, I remember when I was going to to high school. I felt like I was not in the right place. I was not like any other person that I knew there I felt out of place I felt that I was different but um I became uh, the How person that I feel, am now why did you feel different sorry I'm interrupting you did these are I don't know for instance I was the the person that uh, instead of going to to dance I was at home reading a book and I was really comfortable being at home reading a book but in that particular moment, for me, was I'm very different. So uh, it was kind of in a negative sense, though, because why can I be? Can why I can't be I like, go? I can't, why can't I go dancing? Why do I have to be and have fun the like the other people have? Right? Mm-hmm. For me, it was no. <laughs> so it was not fun at all. Uh, and then I, I started working on this because I was kind of not of not accepting the fact that I was different from other people, or I felt that I was different. Um, and did you the, the feel reason, that you had to? Did you feel that you conform? had to conform? No, I couldn't. I, I couldn't bring myself to conform. But no. is there? It could it be? Now this might be a projection. Okay, I'll be yeah. I'll be open about it. Could it be that you wanted to fit in because you want uh, you wanted to dance because you wanted to fit in? You wanted to be accepted. And oh loved? yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's why I'm saying I I felt. Um, I was not comfortable not being like other people because I really wanted to fit in. Mm. Right? <laughs> you were but then I the came to a point where I was, uh, no, I'm, I'm okay with who I am. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go dance just for the sake of dancing and everybody's dancing. So I, no, uh, I accepted the fact that I am the way I am and I love the way I am, right? And if there is a particular episode you're asking me, um, I mean, there, there are a few episodes where, but I, the thing that I can tell you that was really clear in my mind, even when I was little, that I couldn't be, I couldn't follow what everything else was doing just because everything else was doing it. Like uh, when I was little, I was thinking, I cannot see myself going to the office and, you know, I, I was raised in Italy, so everybody's very elegant. They go very elegant, <laughs> dress very uh, sharp to the office too. 
And I was, I cannot picture myself dressing up like the women that I was seeing when I was little, going to the office every day. I couldn't, mm. right? So I knew that. That was really, really um, engraved well, in me. Yeah. Why did you get this idea of not wanting to be like them? I mean, Italy is known for its food and its fashion. Was your mother? I like know. That? In fact, when I was in the U.S., I was nobody can believe that I'm Italian because I don't dress <laughs> elegantly. I mean, I don't give. Uh, I don't care, right? I was gonna say something else. I don't care about the, you the can't swear, beautiful you know. brands, and I don't care. I want to feel good with what I wear. It doesn't have to have a brand name, right, mm-hmm. for me to feel good, mm-hmm. and. Um, I don't know. It's always been like that for me. I cannot say. Uh, but maybe when I was a teenager, it was, it was a kind of an issue because I was, I was different. And everybody else came Were you see left out? I was different. How was it different? Were you left out? I, I was left out, yes. I did. Mm. But, uh, yeah. So you, but you still, I'm, I'm, this is wonderful how we, how it wasn't so ingrained in you. It was part of your, your system. It was, it was in your brain. It yeah. was like, this is who I am. Yeah. At a young age, you realized, I want to read. I don't want to dance. Yeah. Dance. I want to read. And it's okay. Yes. And it, it, you kept it. It remained alive in you. Yeah. That's, this is really wonderful because as a child... I was desperate to fit in. Yeah. Which, <laughs> I, I was different in the way that I felt different because I'm, I conform to the perceived natural, I'm, I'm, put, I'm, I'm using brackets now, perceived way of, yeah. of being with people and, and getting married. I didn't conform to it. I didn't fit in that. Um, so I felt really different. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. alone a lot. I ostracized myself because I thought nobody would, would care for someone who's a lesbian. But as far as clothes goes, I never gave a shit. <laughs> I wear what I want, how I want, and when I want. So if my jeans, I, I would wear jeans with holes in them. I don't care, you know? Yeah. Hmm. So you never, ever have trouble with, with showing up as you are, even now. Uh, not, not really. I mean, um, it's kind of, I didn't have a choice. It's, uh, it's stronger than, uh, maybe the, the willingness to fit in. I was, no, but I cannot, I cannot fake, right? It's the, mm. the thing. Even, uh, when I meet somebody, if I, if there is no connection or if there is the opposite of the connection, right? Mm-hmm. Or if there is something, I don't think I, I really want to get to know this person. They, they understand. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And it can be problematic sometimes, but it's like, I am who Why? I am. How you don't like me, I'm sorry, but... How uh, problematic? Well, problematic, I mean, in the, in the fact when you're a teenager, you want to fit in and then you don't, it can be problematic because you, you start, especially when you're a teenager. So you, you still need to work on yourself, right? Mm. You can start having some issues like I'm not worth it. 
mm. uh, and all the, mm. the bad thing that can happen when you're a teenager, right? Mm -hmm. And is it problematic now being yourself in your adult life with, with people that you meet? No, it's actually something that I love because I know, mm -hmm. I know exactly who I am and what are the kind of people that I love. So I look for them. So I think that the difference when you're a teenager, when you're an adult, that you know that you can choose, you have a choice. Mm -hmm. So I look for people that have the same kind of uh, wavelength. We were talking about this, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so I, I don't have many, many friends, but the one that I have, they, they are deeply aligned with, uh, with me. So I feel really good. I think ultimately when we show up and when you show up as you are without the filters, without the masks, it's a filter. It filters the, right, the, the wrong people and brings the right people to you. And when I say the wrong people, that is not to say that they are wrong or that their, their way they show up is bad or the, who they are is bad or wrong. It means what I'm saying is that they just won't fit in. They chemically, not even chemically is not the right word. There's no chemistry. They're, they're not, they don't fit in with their idea of how someone should be. So yeah. they move away. So yeah. I think it's a really good filter system. Yeah. Yeah. When we try to please everyone, we're just swimming in a big soup of gravy and, yes. and we don't get the juicy stuff. We don't get the, yeah. the, 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 the meaty stuff. We don't get the, we can't chew on, on, the, on, the, on the chicken bone or whatever it is we like or fancy. All we'll be getting is, is, is what filters through and, and poorly. We just get the gravy. Well, gravy can yeah. also be very good, but I'd rather have the meat. <laughs> but not healthy, right? <laughs> so I think this, this reinforces my idea of, of bringing this into the world and my philosophy be you because one, there's no one else like you. Yeah. Everybody else is taken and that's how you build good, solid friendships. Yeah, exactly. And also um, when you mentioned the people pleasing, mm -hmm. um, when you say yes to other people and you really want to say no, the thing that I'm telling my clients that basically you're telling no to yourself, mm. right? And we deserve to say yes to ourselves. This is a great point. Thank you for bringing it out. Do you find yourself saying yes when you mean no? No. <laughs> the only people I, can, I say yes <laughs> to when I uh, maybe I don't want to are my kids. <laughs> <laughs> not if they want work? something it's like um, when I'm the example when I'm really really tired and I want and I want to go to bed and they're like mom can you come and cuddle me of course they say yes right mm. yeah yeah but maybe if my husband <laughs> asks me I want to cuddle and I'm tired maybe I just, no I'll uh, cuddle <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> right <laughs> oh, that's great no I've got a headache 
I actually don't need any excuse. And I said, no, I don't feel like, right? But with my kids, of course I come and cuddle you. Yeah. 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 But yeah. really they are the only people I say yes to when I would probably would like to say no. In your life, in your daily life and in your work, do you have, are you always happy? Do you get sad? Do you get frustrated? Do you get angry? Of course I get frustrated, sad and angry. Frustrated most of the time. Sad, um, but I mean, life happens, anything gets sad, right? Mm -hmm. But mostly it's the frustration. Uh, sometimes because there are so many things to do especially when you have the kids and you have to bring them to sports and you have to do play dates and things and uh, i get frustrated not just for the kids i mean the frustration is when i'm not able to really have my me time to do the things that i want to do or i get frustrated when i'm not able to uh put in words what i feel right mm. The frustration comes when I'm not able to, to do what I want to do, what I mean to do, right? Anger. Is that a form of saying no to yourself when you don't do the things that you want to do? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's why I am normally really good at saying yes, because then I have this frustration. It's not a good feeling to have for me, right? Then it gets to the frustration, leads to the stress, and then you are not, a nice person to be around too. When, but I yeah. do, I do have that, yes. Yeah. So what about your me time? What do you do with that? How do you get your me time? How do you say yes to me and no to demands? Well, uh, it's, um, for instance, when, I'm, when I know that I'm tired and I need a break, uh, I take it. And uh, it can be, I just need to take a nap or I need to take a walk in the sun or I need to read a book or I need to have a conversation with a friend of mine. And I, I learned that I, I need to, mm -hmm. uh, to take my me time. Mm -hmm. And when the kids were younger, now they are 10 and 8, it was very difficult to, to do that. I mm, can't imagine you can't just say no it's me time you take yeah. care of yourself <laughs> no you, do you go to the bathroom and you have the kids with you and you're like oh gosh not even in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah uh, but now that they're older I, I, I also explain them you know uh, how I old are your children 10 and 8 mm -hmm. you explain so they to understand them. And like, I need my me time so then uh, mommy is more fun to be around too yes and, and I do that. And I don't feel guilty about that. So. That's wonderful. We do get resentful when we say yes and we mean no. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yes. Absolutely. I get really resentful when I say, find myself saying yes to something I don't want. And once I was listening to a podcast, I think, of this woman who had cancer. Mm. And uh, I can't remember her name. But I don't Jen. need to remember no. her name. Okay. Really and truly, because if I remember how I shared the name with you later yeah. on or yes. on Facebook or attach it to so the... It was not link. one of your podcasts. You were listening to a podcast. I was listening okay. to a podcast. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast. And one thing that she said 
stuck. Mm-hmm. If it's not a full-bodied hell yes, it's a no. Exactly. And then there is another another guy who I really like listening to and I haven't listened to for a long time. That's Lurch Lidvin. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. That, he says hell yes. He, he teaches oh, yeah. this. I know him, yeah. It's a hell yes or a hell no. There's no such thing as a hell maybe. When you go exactly. to a shop, yeah. Yeah. And you're looking for clothes. If you try something on, and if it's a maybe, you don't buy it. And if you do, it ends up sitting in the wardrobe. Yeah, absolutely. So why buy it? Yeah. So why say yeah. yes to anything else if you mean no? Yeah, yeah you know that I read uh, Rich Litwin's book. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and since then, I started telling my clients when we have this conversation, because the initial conversation, you have to see if you have a connection right and i tell them if it's if you really want to work with me check if it's a hell yes because it's uh then magic won't happen right and, and the magic the magic is within the, the client and not within the coach they bring the magic absolutely the yes oh, so yeah, absolutely yes but it has to be a hell yes yes in everything yeah. in life exactly i think we agree on a lot of things. Yeah. We're, we're pretty much on the same page about a lot of things. There are some things that I noticed myself saying, hmm, I wonder if that's true. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure if it's related to this conversation. So if there is anything, unless there's anything more you'd like to add your own spin or your own message to the world please go ahead and do so if not i think we're done but uh, no i feel the same i feel that we are done yeah i really loved it and uh yeah i think that we discussed deeply enough okay right thank you thank you (laughs) thank you Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, may I invite you to go to my website, butv.com, where you can find all past published episodes. You can also subscribe by going to the homepage for you to be kept up to date with all upcoming episodes. Bye for now.